Darby Brown joining us now. And uh, Darby, always uh, always fun to uh, catch up with you. Uh, full slate of games this evening. But I, I want to start with some baseball because the Rangers are going to try <laughs> to get to this World Series. Now, I know you uh, you come from the desert. You've got ties out there. Uh, you, you like some of those teams like the Suns. What about the, um, what do the Diamondbacks do for you? Is that a, uh, is that an organization that, um, you've grown up pulling for and, and if, if, uh, where, where your, uh, loyalties lie right now? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I've definitely rooted for the D-backs my whole life. I will say, I mean, the last time they really did anything interesting, I was six years old. So it's been uh, a long time uh, since they've really given Arizona much to cheer for. But, man, it's pretty cool. I mean, I came out of nowhere winning 84 games and then, you know, doing what they've done in the postseason is pretty awesome. So it's been fun. It's been fun. to Obviously, I've been here working and whatnot, but it's been fun to see, you know, friends go to the games and just kind of wake up the – you know, baseball fandom in Arizona, again, is pretty, it's cool. You know, that's a cool side of sports when teams can kind of surprise people and get people back on the bandwagon, I guess. So, yeah, I've always rooted for them. I will say I've definitely been more, you know, uh, inclined to pay attention to what the Suns have been doing my whole life and maybe the Cardinals a little bit as well. But so, you know, like I said, it's tough. It's been tough to be a real diehard Diamondbacks girl when, been a long time but it's definitely cool to see and you know happy for rangers fans around here as well kind of a yeah. feeling i guess so yeah it's fun well you'll have to if they make it to the world series and it's against the rangers or even the astros i hope that's not the case i could see <laughs> you uh applying for that credential all right suddenly suddenly channel 10 would not would need to be right in the middle of that okay so keep that um Keep that in mind. I, I would like for you to get to attend because I would imagine at age six you weren't going to those games, or perhaps you were. But uh, but yeah, that would uh, that would be that would that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah, it would be fun. Yeah, it, it's definitely. I'm sure. I was thinking about it even just for this, you know, Rangers Astros games. I bet almost every TV station, sort of in the in the state, is trying to go to the games, which I know is not possible. So. I'm not trying to get in the mix quite yet, but, yeah, if, if Arizona's involved, you know, I don't know. We'll see. It could be pretty cool. All right, Darby, uh, I, I, you know, I, you've got a full slate of games. You all have all kinds mm-hmm. of games on tonight as you get ready for your coverage. Uh, we have Madisonville at Robinson. Uh, we'll have that right here on ESPN Central Texas tonight. All my friends at the Waco Trib seem to be thinking Madisonville in this. I like the direction of the Robinson, I've known their coach a long time. I kind of like the direction of that program. Do you think that could at least be a game? I'd like to see Robinson kind of turn this into something. Uh, how do you how do you see that one going? Yeah, you know, I guess I haven't. You know, you probably are looking at the records, and you know, I, I guess Madisonville would be more so the favorite. But I mean, Robinson has definitely improved. I mean, they have had a way better season and. Yeah, Coach Lancaster is doing a great job with that team. So, uh, and I know it was important to him to kind of make this season, you know, a good one for the seniors that are involved with that program that have had some really tough, tough years for the rest of their high school. So, I think they already are off to a 
a pretty good start. I believe the record is five and two. So, I mean, five wins, they got to be feeling pretty good about that. But now that it rolls into his district, obviously they're ramping things up a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think the Rockets have a chance. I, I really do think they have a chance. And, you know, I just am happy to see that that program is trending in a good direction. It feels like they've been searching for answers and what would yeah. do that for, you know, a while now. It's been kind of a roller coaster over there. Now you're you're always out there. You're you love news. You like pursuing news. This midway story has been a weird one. Acting head coach mm-hmm. Ezra Martinez running that. Um, it sounds like he'll be coaching again uh, as uh, Coppers Cove and Midway get it on. And uh, that at uh, Midway now has you know an outside shot at the at the playoffs. They need to get another win. Had a big win over Temple out after jumping out to a big start. So you got to like what mm-hmm. Coach Martinez is doing. You know, do you see closure on whatever's going on with uh, with Shane uh, Anderson, their head coach? Do you see that happening here in the next couple of weeks? Is this going to have to play out over the next few weeks? Uh, where is this thing headed as far as kind of what you're hearing? Yeah, I would – I guess I would say, I, obviously, I've been following up and there's no movement yet. And I, you know, I don't know when their next school board meeting is. I guess that's something I got to watch for. But uh, to see if maybe that is when it's going to be discussed uh, and finalized. But I would almost hope that it doesn't, you know, drag on forever. But at the same time, I guess, you know, what's the difference if if you, they ride out the rest of the season? You know, I don't know. I don't really know what difference it makes as far as, um, you know, making that finalized or I guess, you know, there's a chance he could be coming back to, I, I, you know, I don't know. It's one of those things, but I mean, as far as I know, it's not finalized at this point, I would say, you know, watch for the next school board meeting, but that's, that's about all I would, I would say we could find out on that situation. So yeah, no doubt it's been a little rocky over there at Midway and you feel for the kids that are in dealing with, you know, all of that stuff. Uh, but kudos to them. They did pull out a big win over Temple last week. Uh, you know, Temple's a really young team, and they've really struggled this year. So good for Midway to kind of, you know, get a win despite all the stuff going on. And I would say they, they'll look to do that again tonight with Coppers Cove. All right. You see any upsets um, in tonight's slate of game? Talking to Darby Brown from Channel 10 here on the Matt Mosley Show. Uh, any of these, uh, you know, th- this this West – at Maypearl uh, has my attention a bit. I like the way West is playing. I noticed Bryce, our friend over at the Waco Trib, picked Maypearl. He tends to go the opposite direction, <laughs> even when our local teams get on a roll. So he may have really looked into this Maypearl team and 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 studied it. But what do we? Um, what do you think of that ball game? And do you kind of like uh, what you've seen from uh, West in recent weeks? Yeah, well, uh, I, I would say West has definitely turned it on. Uh, they're a young group. I forget the amount of, you know, guys that they had graduate last year, but I know Coach Woodard was definitely not shy about the fact that they were going to have some growing up to do. But I think at this point, you know, week eight, they've done that. And so, yeah, I agree with you. I think they've really kind of uh, picked up their into stride at this point. So, I mean, I don't know. I would say it's maybe a 50-50 decision between Maypearl. I don't think that they're anything – uh, you know, too crazy there, but um, yeah, I think I think West has a chance. And again, I think that you're just seeing a young football team really grow up throughout the season. So you know, kudos to them. And I, I know they were excited about 
their quarterback and a few a few of the guys, but the rest of them are really, you know, guys that have not played much at all at the varsity level. So, uh, you, you know, good for them for kind of figuring it out throughout the year. There's a lot of teams like that this year, I would say. Uh, there's a lot of young young teams. Mm-hmm. So uh, Crawford's one, too, very young. Um, you know, there's a bunch of teams that are good programs but are definitely, you know, rebuilding a little bit this year, which happens. It's high school football. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I noticed uh, Bryce also picked Riesel over Marlin. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting there. I like to see because there's a lot of games that seem to everybody's picking like Teague at Mejia. Mejia's uh, having a rough season. Uh, Teague's actually 4-2, and 1-1 one one in district. Now, what? Yeah, there anything, oh, yeah. Anything I haven't mentioned that, uh, that Channel 10, you know, you guys will kind of be uh, zeroing in on this evening. What are y'all? Uh, which, which one of the which one or two of these games uh, has grabbed your attention the most? Yeah, that Riesel Marlin game you mentioned. That's oh, I hope you can't hear my dog. He has a squeaky toy at the moment. Um, okay. Anyways, uh, that Riesel <laughs> that Riesel Marlin uh, matchup you mentioned is really interesting. Those teams kind of popped up to the top of that district. That's you know the stacked Central Texas district. So that one's definitely one to keep your eye on. Uh, you know, Riesel's three and zero right now in district. So is Marlin. I would say, you know, I guess I haven't seen much from Riesel, so maybe I don't want to say either way, but I think Marlin is a good group. Um, and then, you know, obviously the the big one, too, is La Vega, China Spring. That's going to be our, you know, marquee matchup was voted to be uh, the marquee matchup. So whenever we get those teams together, it's going to be interesting. And, and obviously, you know, China Spring ranked, I believe, fifth in the state right now. So, you know, they're obviously the – probably the favorite in that matchup but at the same time la vega has really turned it on recently too they've won four in a row uh, i saw them play last week and uh they just destroyed uh walk to hatchy life so i mean they they have it going they've kind of both have it quick in on offense i think that one's going to be more you know who can do uh be the most disruptive on defense and then let's see what else do we have going on here uh fairfield Grossbeck's an interesting district game mm. there uh, Salado, Gatesville, and then, yeah, those are kind of the big ones. I think we've sort of touched on it, uh, but yeah, as yeah. far as ones we're following there, but yeah, it's going to be a good night. You know, it's fun when it starts to really matter for teams fighting for the playoffs or, you know, those top district spots and things. So it's, it's a good time of year. All right. Let's hope uh, our own uh, Drake Toll can stay out of trouble <laughs> Uh, this week in the press box, he'll be at home. Yeah, what well, in the world? So that should be okay. The Alvarado folks uh, thought maybe he was a little bit too animated. I've thought the same thing. In fact, I've thought about complaining uh, to management, but uh, they they called him, and I think the coaches too. They were mad at the coaches. They felt like the coaches, and uh, they just felt like the the announcers and the coaches for China Spring were a little bit too demonstrative. And uh, and sent the police well, up there. Yeah. yeah, I know that that that. But then they China Spring also put up fifty points in that second quarter. That doesn't help. <laughs> whatever was going on. So. Oh man! By the way, Chad Conine taking La Vega in this one. I bumped into Chad wow. recently. He's about to release a new book. We'll have more on that. But uh, yeah, China Spring. He's picking La Vega to go in there in that tough place. Those people will be going crazy. They'll be all souped up. They'll probably have gone by Hellberg Barbecue 
picked up some brisket, some sausage, combo-type deal, and they'll be uh, ready to go. What do you think, Darby, on uh, on Baylor this week uh, in terms of their idol? Uh, they can't lose Saturday, uh, which is a great thing. They'll have mm-hmm. to turn around. But, I mean, this is a very, very important week, and Mac Rhodes has indicated – um, I think he was talking to, to Sikkim and those guys uh, basically like, hey, I've, I've had some conversations, and I think the main thing is the offense has to get fixed. And I, I don't know if you can fix all of it, but you can't go out there and, and, and obviously run it 30 times for 17 yards and, and end up like they did against Texas Tech. I mean, that was – back-to-back yeah. home games where they've been embarrassed in a lot of ways at home. So, um, I mean, it's seemingly from Max comments, the pressure is on Jeff Grimes. And, uh, and of course, Jeff has been under pressure, doesn't mind that he'll be okay. I mean, I think he's a really good coach. But I, I, mm-hmm. from listening to Max comments, I mean, they, they have to look like a different team when they come out of this bye week. Or I don't think we're going to be far away from some dip, some some changes being made. Right. I think the pressure's on everybody. I mean, how can it not be? I mean, in and that goes to the very top right now. I think that you know, I I, I think you put something out that said like what they're doing is just not a competitive product, and that that's true. I mean, it, it just is what it is. Uh, they had that unbelievable, you know, historic comeback out there in Orlando, which was awesome. Like it is what it is. It was an awesome win. And, you know, it was cool to be there and, and witness them kind of, you know, seemingly get over the hump and figure something out. And then they turn around, come back at home and just, you know, where was that? Not, not, no momentum from that win. Uh, and so, yeah, I mean, I think this is, a, it's a tough time to have a buy a little bit because they're living with what they put out there uh, last week. But at the same time, probably a good thing to kind of just be really honest with where they're at and where what they can do and you know maybe it gives them a couple weeks to figure some things out that they can roll out next week in Cincinnati but I mean I think the pressure has got to be with everybody right now it is what it is I mean I'm not sure exactly what that means as far as what changes could could happen or you know things like that but I mean, we know we've seen a couple coordinators roll in and out of here recently. So I don't know how many more changes you could do in that department. Um, but, you know, I, I obviously think the offense is not cutting it. So at the same time, that's not, you know, out of the question. So I don't know. I think that the Bears have, you know, it, it's, been a, it's been a tough season to watch because, you know, they just have not figured out some things that are kind of just mind boggling as to how they're at this spot. And, you know, so it is what it is. They got to figure out how to get in the end zone, like point blank. So hopefully they can (laughs) draw some things up, change some things. And, you know, you feel for a guy like Blake Shapin a little bit, because I just think, you know, everyone's, I hope everyone's seeing a little bit of what I'm seeing and that, you know, he's, he's doing all he can. He's a tough kid and, you know, I don't know. I think there's, you feel for all of them right now, honestly. It is what it is. You feel for them, and so hopefully they can kind of turn it around and, you know, maybe the buy will be will be able to do that. But, yeah, we'll be out there in Cincinnati next week, so we'll see what product is rolled out there, and, yeah. uh, you know, we'll look forward to it. Yeah. It, it, if you fire your third coordinator in, what, three years yeah, or whatever no. it would be, 
of four years, it it it's it, you got to turn it to the head coach at that point. I mean, you can't just yeah. keep firing coordinators. At some point, you're like, all right. I mean, I'm afraid this is on the head coach, and we'll see where it goes uh, from there. But only uh, Baylor basketball put a tweet out that said, um, 26 days. This is yesterday, yeah. so I guess we're now 25 days away from the start of the season. I think that'll happen. Now, that's a trip you ought to make. I'd like to see you go out to South Dakota to the Pentagon <laughs> Where is that? Uh, Sanford? Is it called Sanford or something? I forget what town that is. Ah, uh, yeah, but, I don't yeah. know. Look into been, that. Never been. Look into that. I, yeah, well, they have a couple spots that would be. I mean, their preseason schedule is impressive. I mean, the Madison yeah. Madison Square Garden. I mean, they're loaded with games. So yeah, I believe they're ranked fourth now here in the preseason. So for the Big Twelve, um, you know, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, basketball season's coming, which will be good. And, you know, we'll see what the football team can figure out. If they can find their way to get to a bowl game. That would that would help things out at this point. <laughs> All right. Well, good stuff. I enjoyed seeing, you know, the two members of the 1948. Uh, how cool is that? Waco High. Yeah. Uh, I thought the Waco Trib, I thought, what are they doing? I saw a headline, and it said the Waco tigers or something tigers Waco, Waco yeah. high tigers and i had that moment where i'm like oh no somebody's gonna get in trouble for that headline but waco high used to be the tigers way back in the mm-hmm. day in the 1940s and maybe the 50s some point they became the lions uh but i saw that headline and for a minute i'm like oh gosh somebody's gonna be in trouble but yes that's what they were back in the way mm-hmm. and uh let me see. When are you going to run those? Have you already put those on TV? I kind of want to see. Will you tweet out nope. some of these things for me, yeah, like some yeah. of these so interviews last... you did with these guys? Yeah. Yeah, I interviewed one of the guys. Our, we were broadcasting last night's game, and so yeah. I did a live interview, which I, I do have to say I was a little nervous about interviewing a 92-year-old man on live television, but it went really well, so that was good. He was a very sharp, sharp guy, uh, and uh, you know, I asked him, I said, what do you remember about that state championship game? Because they're bringing, you know, they brought him back. It was 75 years ago. That's the last state championship from a Waco High team. And he said, well, I was sitting on the bench. I had two broken ribs. <laughs> so that was a good line. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Anyway, so then I, and I visited with them before the game as well. I'll probably air them sometime next week. So we'll, we'll get those out there. But, yeah, that was really a cool deal to see them and hear their stories. and. Yeah. You know, it's cool. Yeah, it's a cool deal. All right. It concerns me to see you, like, in a golf cart driving someone. You appear to be driving <laughs> someone around while interviewing them. This is very concerning no, no, no. to me. <laughs> I'd like to, no, I'd no, like no. to look Rod- into that. Rodney Smith, Rodney Smith, was he drove it out to the field, and then okay. I hopped in there and did the interview. So okay. I was not... The game was going on, too, so that probably would have been really problematic yeah. if I started driving golf yeah. cart. <laughs> you, appear to, you appear to be in confession in that one in that one interview there. <laughs> yeah, I believe he works. I don't know what tr- type of church, so I don't want to be wrong, but he is you know, a leader of a church out there in San Saba actively, yeah. too. So at 92, this guy is yeah. quite the legend. Uh, yeah. He looks like he appears to be a Catholic priest. I don't think you. I'm going too far out of the limb. 
uh, to, to say that. But uh, all right, Darby, it was fun. As always, you have a great evening out there and uh, look forward to watching all your reports uh, later tonight. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. There she goes, Darby Brown, expert on all things college, NFL. These NFL teams, man, they're they're been you know they're always trying to get Darby to do things, and uh, uh, she does a great job on her high schools, and so always fun to get to catch up with Darby. All right, it is time for campus.